Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, Welcome to episode 38. I recently came across some notes I'd made when I first created this podcast. You know, the kind of notes where you formulate purpose, mission statement, all that jazz. And I think it makes a lot of sense to communicate this to you all. If you've been a listener for a little bit, I'm sure it won't come as a surprise that this podcast is really dedicated to demonstrating to you that your run is only as good as the quality of your thoughts. And so it stands to reason that I'm a little obsessed about thoughts, thought work, and the mind. I love wrapping it all up into the packet we call running. Today, I want to pose some questions that might help you decide if you would benefit from hiring a coach. It's all the rage these days, you know, tee hee. Joke aside, you might have considered if coaching was for you or what you would gain from signing up with a coach. We're a variation over these topics. And while coaches and coaching programs are as varied as there are coaches, I believe there are some common denominators, and those are the ones I want to share with you today. So in my mind, you would want to sign up with a coach because you have a desire for some sort of forward momentum, for growth, for bettering an area of your life. Coaching, in my mind, is very future-oriented, We're not talking therapy here. By having a coach, you'll have at least one other person who's as obsessed as you are about your goal and who might be the person who helps you get clear on your goal and also reach your goal. The one thing that's so appealing to me about coaching is that a coach is a person who has traveled the path that I desire to travel and made some real life experiences from it and is interested in sharing it with clients. And one of the most appealing aspects of mindset coaching for me is creating awareness for myself and help my clients create that for themselves. We're nothing without awareness. So the biggest difference I see in coaching programs is the focus on what they provide. And obviously not the different genres of coaching so much, but how they provide that coaching really. A lot of programs provide a solution. Do these things, follow these steps, and you'll succeed in running faster, longer, lose weight, lift stronger, so forth. These programs are hugely appealing, obviously, to people because after all, what motivates us to sign up for a program or look for change is a promise of a transformation, right? So, Run these drills for the next 12 weeks and your speed will increase. Or eat these types of food 
and this amount of calories and you'll reach your goal weight or follow this lifting program and you'll have buns of steel, glutes that'll take you up any hill, very appealing to us runners, right? And gain a six pack app in the process. This sounds great, right? Where can I sign up? And no, I don't offer any of these programs or similar programs. Sorry, not sorry though. And here's why. What's the biggest reason humans don't reach their goals? Think about it. Ask yourself what the reason was for you if this sounds familiar. I'm going to venture a guess here. Lack of motivation, declining willpower, right? If we had unlimiting willpower and never-ending motivation, we could easily reach our goals on our own, right? I heard this from my coach a while back and it really resonated with me. The biggest problem with most transformation programs or coaching programs is that they focus on the doing, do these things and get these results, but they neglect to create awareness for the client around their thoughts and feelings, which is what keeps them, the client from reaching their goals. Understanding the reason behind it is where lasting change is created. We can only will ourselves to do something for so long, which of course is why New Year's resolutions don't last. I currently have two coaches myself. I have a running coach and a life coach slash mindset coach. She specializes in parenting. Their coaching styles are wildly different. One creates a training plan for my five weekly runs that are geared at getting me ready for Big Sur Marathon and uses the stats that are recorded after each run to program the following two weeks. That's about the extent of it. In contrast, I meet with my mom coach weekly and we talk about the preceding week. She helps me untangle parenting patterns that I wouldn't notice myself. And she helps me work backwards from my big goal and set smaller goals to achieve the bigger goal. And she's the one who helps me see what's going on with my thoughts and feelings that is either keeping me from reaching my goal or that's helping me. That's a good thing that I'm a mindset coach myself because when it comes to my running program, I have my mind on board in following through on this plan. But what if you, like so many, have mind drama going on, such as, I don't feel like running today. I'm too busy to fit it in. I won't get it done. I feel stuck in negative self-talk and so forth and just don't know how to turn it around. Then what? What do you do? So I signed up with my first coach back in 2018. Before that, I had seen a therapist in a couple of occasions and remember enjoying the depth of the conversations that we had. And I often longed for having a person who I could learn from and who at the same time, I would be able to have constructive talks with who would be able to kind of push me outside of my comfort zone because that's where growth happens, right? So how do you know if you should sign up with a coach? Well, I think curiosity is a good place to start. Are you curious what you would gain from working with a coach? I'm going to list some traits or qualities of highly coachable people and you can see how these resonate with you. Desire being the first one, you must have a desire for change. That forward momentum I talked about in the beginning really lays the foundation of any coaching relationship. Secondly, faith. Faith in yourself, your coach, and the process. Trust is the foundation for self-confidence and growth. Very often, that's also something that's worked on during the coaching process. Because you might have been going for weeks without feeling that you're seeing any huge changes. And that's when, you know, faith starts to waver. 
And this is where a coach comes in and is really handy. Thirdly, commitment is another one. Commitment to yourself, to your desire, your growth, and to your coach. Your coach will likely boost your commitment through your coaching sessions also. Or the other participants in the coaching program, if it's a group coaching, will help boost your commitment to yourself, help create that accountability. Fourth, self-awareness. Self-awareness is another trait of highly coachable people. It's also a trait I would expect your coach or coaching program to help you develop. That's that whole idea of the mindset component behind it. Starting out knowing that you would benefit from coaching as great awareness, obviously. And lastly, desire to learn and openness to create a relationship with your coach would be my last traits as far as coachability goes. You feel you have these traits? One of the key traits of a coach is that we help you interpret your experience and put words to it. So think of it this way. While you might see the details in your life or all the trees, your coach helps you synthesize these details and create the bigger picture for you, sort of the forest that we sometimes might lose sight of ourselves. As an example, consider Olympic marathon runner Dina Castor. You all know it. She's my favorite. In her book, she really attributes her running success to her coach, Coach V. Hill, the one she had after college. I want you to consider this. She was on a running scholarship in college and she was a burnt out college runner. She didn't think she was going to return to running. One of the coaches at her university, I believe, kind of gave her a nudge and was asking her if she really thought she was completely done with running. And in case she wasn't, he encouraged her to reach out to Coach Feehill. And so she did. And she talks about in her book how... Coach Hill kept talking about a good attitude and how initially she wasn't sure really what he meant, if it was just, you know, her thank yous and please and, and all that. But he taught her how our words matter, how embodying the sport made her a better athlete, how success is being, not having, and why she obviously learned better running form from him also she really attributes him teaching her the qualities of good attitude as a turning point for her career after all the subtitle to her book is thinking my way to victory thinking not running mind you that's important to notice although she ran more than she'd ever run before in her life when she trained with him. It was the way his coaching, his focus changed her attitude that made her the runner that she is today. And that's it. Come check us out in My Runner's Mind if you think coaching is for you. Link to reach out will be in the show notes, of course. Until next week, happy running, friends. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.